Broadcasting from the BLC studios in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. <laughs> Filling in for Josh Shiby this week, I'm your game master, Michael Biermeister, and here's your wonderful, awesome host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. We've got a great show in store for you today. Number 30. Holy cow, it seems like just yesterday we were in my apartment living room doing the show. Oh, we're still here. Oh, well, either way, it's, uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, if you're looking, though, for something fun to do while you're trying to deal with the Olympics being over and NFL preseason, preseason, well, still being NFL preseason, don't worry. Uh, why don't you head to our website, go to WTSSportsQuiz.com, or visit our social media pages, and you can sign up for some contestant fun on the show. You can also find the show on demand on the Sports Podcasting Network, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and Vavil USA. All right. Thank you, Michael. We've got some great panelists for you this week. Let's meet them. First up, he is a sports broadcaster and a lover of all things Wisconsin and St. Louis sports. Please welcome Grant Coppersmith. Hi, everybody. I I was feeling pretty good coming in today. I was going to list myself as a probable, but now (laughs) seeing that I can't do that anymore, I think I'm going to rate my intelligence as a questionable. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Grant. We're very excited to have you back here. Next up, he is the head coach of the Cedarburg Girls High School Volleyball Team. Please welcome back to the panel, Jimmy Berg. Very happy to be back, Baxter. It's been a long time. It's been a very long time, Jimmy. We're yep. excited to, to have you back on the panel. Things have changed a little bit, so we're glad to have you back. All righty. And finally, we'd be remiss without mentioning him. He's our token Detroit Lions fan who's looking forward to another year of a long rebuilding project. Please welcome Michael Sear. I'd be lying if I wasn't excited to be back. Ah, oh. First one. I love it. Let's keep a running total first game, Master Michael, of Lions jokes today. Holy cow. And add all of them to my total of points. Yes, exactly. That's no, a minus one every Just time. Just a little bit Oh, every time. plus one, plus one. Oh, plus one. We'll, uh, we'll see if our producers keep an eye. Every time we hear a Lions joke, maybe a ding or dong, or we'll leave it at your discretion. <laughs> I don't know. Well, welcome to the show panel. We're excited to have you here, Jimmy. As we mentioned, it's been a long time since you've been on the panel. Welcome back. What have you been doing with your life since we last talked to you? Too many things. <laughs> Too many things. <laughs> Too many things. Yeah. But uh, as we mentioned, though, high school volleyball season right around mm-hmm. the corner. I'm sure you got to be excited about that to yep. get back out and hit the hardwood again, huh? Yeah, we just had tryouts. Uh, we had to cut uh, quite a few girls, but the program's growing. So well, that's good, that's though. A good, it's that's a good a, problem it's a, to it's have. It's a good problem to have, yes. exactly. Yes. Well, fantastic, Jamie. We are excited to have you back, sir. Thank you. Well, looks like it's time to get this show on the road with our first contestant game. Joining us on the phone to play Quotable Context, it's Marcelo Taborga. <laughs> How's it going today, Barcelo? Yeah, I can hear you guys a little bit. Oh, perfect. As long as you can hear us at least a little bit, Marseille. All right, well, you're going to be playing our first game, Marcelo, called Quotable Context, and where Game Master Michael will read you five quotes from this past week's news, and you must correctly identify the context of each quote. Correctly get three out of five questions right, and you will win a what's-the-score prize. However, if you do get stuck on a question, Marcelo, you can ask one of our three panelists here for a hint, but only on one question. So make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Yeah, I should have watched the news, but yeah, okay. You and me both. Don't worry. All right, here is your first quote, sir. Liar, liar, Speedo on fire. That was a headline from the New York Post this week after what Olympian was caught in his lie? Uh, Lochte. Yes, yes, that is correct. Ryan Lochte, for those that said, oh, my gosh, he was in a he was part of a you know, police holdup. And all said, no, he actually was vandalizing. But uh, he did go out and apologize. He said, I want to apologize for my behavior of last weekend. 
uh, as many people know how quickly social media takes things over like this. Do you do you believe what Lochte said, guys? Do you do you think it was kind of misplaced? I, I don't necessarily know with, with, with a guy like him. I, I don't know. I, the one thing that I thought was amusing is I saw something on uh, Twitter this week that every four years you always see a little blip on Ryan Lochte is stupid search results. So <laughs> that, that's, that's my take. I agree. No, I completely agree with on that one. All right, Marseille, here is your next quote. It's not the end of a career. It's the beginning of a new journey. That was what U.S. Olympian who completed or who competed rather in his final Olympic event this week. I'm gonna guess Michael Phelps. Yes, that is correct. Let's take a look at this career for a moment. Michael Phelps has won 28 total Olympic medals. 23 of those were gold. He is the most unrivaled, most decorated Olympian of all time. I believe, what did they say? He broke a 2,000-year-old Greek record by, like, some dude from Thebes, or I don't even remember the guy that was from, but it was, like, straight out of, like, a Greek novel. It's like Adonis of Thebes or something. You know what they say, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. Ah, that's true. Do you, does anybody really think, though, that someone is going to break Phelps's medal record, though, I feel like? I mean, 23 golds, number one. One is it's a hard enough you know feat to break though. Well, it hasn't been broken in two thousand years, and now that he's now done it, I don't think nobody's ever gonna top mm, that. That is very true, and it's always interesting to note too. I mean, the last time this guy broke the record is when Jesus was around. So does this mean the second coming is coming as well soon? Now that Ryan Lock, uh, <laughs> I think that, it was uh, pre-Jesus. I think it might have been pre-Jesus. Did Jesus you know compete in the Olympics? I, 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 don't, I don't know. He probably he probably would have won all the events. So he, table, he should be number the one. Table making, I feel like. Or <laughs> he the, he the can never do swimming though, because he just he, uh, <laughs> he had <fought> right <laughs> across the water. It's not a marathon, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goodness. All right, here is your next quote, Marcelo. We played a bunch of cowards. The best team did not win today. That was who this week after her team lost to Sweden in the Olympic women's quarterfinal soccer match? Oh, man. Uh, Hope Solo? Yes, yes, that is correct. (laughs) When in doubt, say Hope Solo. Uh I'm very curious to know what you guys think, Jimmy. You're a coach. If if one of your girls reacted like this after a game, how would you how would you feel about that? Just sour grapes, you know. Like especially after Carrie Walsh lost her yeah, quarterfinal yep, match, exactly. she basically did the exact opposite thing just by complimenting the other team mm-hmm. and just just taking it, you know. And and then they went out and won the bronze anyway. So. I mean, I just, I've never been a fan of Hope Solo, and this just solidifies it even more. Exactly. So. And it's one of those things where you have to think, too, now if you're the U.S., do you start looking for a new goalkeeper? We know she's almost towards the end of her tenure with the team, of course, but I think they said she'll be about 38, 39, I think, before the next Women's World Cup mm-hmm. comes around. So for goalkeepers, it might be that kind of time, I feel like, you know? So we'll have to see. But uh, it was very interesting to see even her own teammates saying, look, you're ridiculous. Why are you, why are you saying comments like this? All right, Marcelo, here is your next quote. If you're not in the same jersey as me, I plan to rip you to shreds. That was what Baltimore Ravens wide receiver this week, stating that he is already ready to start hitting people this season. Okay, I'm going to rely on the panelists on this. Okay. Would you like to ask Michael, Grant, or Jimmy for a hint? Mm. I'm going to go for Grant. Grant. All right, Grant. How can you give Marcelo a hint? <laughs> um, if you could see Grant's face, Marcelo, um, goodness! It's like the most common name ever. I don't. <laughs> In what regards, first or last name? Uh, both. True. Um, he. Oh, jeez. Can, can I pass the hint on to somebody? You else? cannot. He chose you. <laughs> oh man, you've made a poor choice. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I do not know how to help you with this. Hmm. 
Can you give him anything? Um, you can't give him a letter, but you might be able to still lead him down the same general path. Uh, <laughs> well, let's just say oh. there was the show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and the actor who played the main character, his last name is the same last name of this football player. That's about all I got. That's, that's about all you could say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that help you at all, Marcelo? It helps me a lot more than I, than I was thinking. Okay. Um, I would ask my brother, but he moved out. <laughs> Dang it. What'd you do? Why'd you move your brother out? No, so who do you think it is? Uh, I'm just going to go for Byron Smith. Byron Smith is incorrect. No. Uh, Steve Smith. Steve Smith actually is the name. Uh, for those that don't know Steve Smith, a very outspoken wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, it's always funny, though, too, with him saying that, you know, he's, you know, tries to take on the world and take on anyone that's going to, you know, come up against him and his team. It's still, it's funny, though, because last time I checked, Smith still plays for the Ravens, so he's going to be on the losing side of most any fight that he gets into this season, especially. But it's good to see somebody, though, like Steve Smith, who's still in the, the end of his career, kind of still jockeying people around, though. You know, he's like one of those veterans in the NBA trying to latch on to a, a, a semi-championship team. He's still lit, trying to get that Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he, uh, he missed Baltimore, too, before they won a, mm-hmm. a championship yeah. as well. All right, Marcelo, here is your final quote. Let's see if we can go for four for five this week. He should have killed me when he had the chance. <laughs> that was what? That would be Conor McGregor. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we <made> it. <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> oh, Conor McGregor, he got revenge, as they say. He beat Nate Diaz Saturday night in UFC 202. And now, of course, everyone's like, well, when is the tiebreaker? Because now they're tied. Uh, I heard a couple of you panelists talking about the fight before we went on the show. What were your, what were your thoughts about it overall? I don't know if you got a chance to see the fight or what your thoughts were about it. Well, I didn't personally watch the fight, but I enjoyed thoroughly the post-fight interview. I can't really say my favorite quote <laughs> on air from what it was. We don't but have a beeper, sorry. Yeah, we can't. But it was great. That, that was my favorite part of the fight. You can't quote anything from the press conference either. I know. You can, like I said, you can throw, <laughs> you can throw water, water bottles, yeah, and that's like, about all you can do. Like, oh, I understand. Okay, I like it. Did the you get a chance to see the fight? I, I did. I actually thought Diaz should have been the winner. Really? I mean, oh, round, round was, three alone was just filthy by Diaz. Mm. I thought that should have won it by itself, but they wanted number three. They did. So it was more about really, the money. UFC yeah. was talking to the refs like, oh, come on, we should just make round three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was just one of those things. Game Master Michael, how did Marcelo do on our quiz? Marcelo got four, about, four out of five correct. He is a winner. Hey, nicely done, Marcelo. Thank you so much for playing. Looks like we're heading to our first break now. Unfortunately, Grant could not help out Marcelo, so he does not get a point. But but when we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Two Up Front is the American soccer show on the Sports Podcasting Network. Join Baxter Colburn and Simon Proven on Fridays at 11.30 a.m. Central as they cover all things American soccer with weekly guests from the pro, college, and youth ranks and digging deep into the American professional leagues. Two Up Front gives you the insight you're looking for. Airing at 11.30 a.m. Central on SportsPodcastingNetwork.com, it's Two Up Front, the world's game from an American perspective. 
Hey, it's Kevin of the Sports Podcasting Network on SPN. On top of what's the score of the sports news quiz, you can find a plethora of great sports podcasts. Hardwood Radio, Gridiron Radio, Sports, It's in the Game, Scuderi F1, the second most listened to F1 podcast in the whole world, Soccer Today, live radio shows like Open Lines After Dark, MLS Post Game Show, Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, Off the Woodworks, and much, much more. All that on the Sports Podcasting Network.com. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your fill-in game master for this week, Michael Biermeister. This week, our panelists are Grant Coppersmith, Michael Sear, and Jimmy Berg. And now, here's your host at the BLC Studios in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. I just want to take a moment really fast to clear up something for those of you that follow us on social media. You probably saw our panel announcement this week, and you realize that Grant Coppersmith is not Nick Zurich. However, (laughs) we want to send our condolences to Nick, though, because he managed to catch the flu uh, yesterday, I do believe, and he sent me a message this morning saying, I'm so sorry, I cannot be on the show, I barely can breathe or get out of bed. So thank you, Grant, number one, for filling in today. And uh, also, number two, Nick, we hope you feel better and can be on the panel again soon. All right, with all that being said, it is time now for the first batch of panelist questions this week to see how much you guys are really paying attention to the last week's news. Grant, we'll start with you, sir. Uh, I'm going to apologize in advance for this name. Uh, Kimama Zanorian, just go with me on that one. Uh, She kicked and punched down opponents and barriers as she became the first Iranian woman to do what this week? Can I get a hint? Yes, you can. Let's just say um, it was a very large thing that was taking place this last two weeks, and this was the very first of her country. I'm going to say boxing. I'm not looking for a sport. Oh. Do you want me to read the question? Yes. <laughs> so, I'm confused now. Kimia Zanurin, there we go, that was a better chance, that one, kicked and punched down opponents and barriers as she became the first Iranian woman to do what? Win a, goal, win a medal. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Uh, not necessarily boxing, though. She won a bronze in Taekwondo. Uh, she's 18 years old, a former junior world champion, fell to the floor and kissed the mat after she beat somebody's name that I'm not even going to bother with, uh, <laughs> Nikita Glazanif, or Glazanik, either way, of Sweden. Uh, she beat her 5-1 in a one-sided contest uh, to, to secure that breakthrough bronze medal. It's always great to see because there's so many times that we've seen in the Olympics people winning that first ever one, not only of their career sometimes, but also for their country that time as well, too. That was one of the interesting things uh, with the opening ceremony, I know. At least, I don't know if it was Iran or another Middle Eastern country, but you know, it was a pretty big deal for women to be competing in these countries. Um, but I think it was also kind of required by like the Olympic, the International Olympic yeah. Committees. Like, you need to have women doing this too, otherwise, we're not going to let you participate. Exactly. And I think, as everybody knows, with all the issues going on in Iran and Iraq and just the Middle East as a whole, I think this was a, a huge step for the country. And also, I believe one of the refugees uh, won a gold so. medal. Did they I really? Think. Yeah. Wow. I, it was I on the gold medal count. I think the first. A person to ever win a medal for not a specific country. That's incredible. I mean, they, everybody knows the refugees. Uh, I think there was 10 members of the refugee team, and it was kind of like that that solo, you know, crazy story. It's like, oh my gosh, the underdogs, I really hope they do well. So it was definitely great to see, that's for sure. 
Yeah, on the local side as well, Gwen Jorgensen of Waukesha, Wisconsin, taking home the gold triathlon. Give a little shout-out on the show. Shout-out. Get Gwen on the show. I wish. Anyway. (laughs) Jimmy, this one's for you. A new sport made a debut this week at the Olympics when groundskeepers had to do what? Hmm. It was a sport within the sport, as many were saying, or the event within the event. Say it one more time. A new sport made a debut this week at the Olympics when groundskeepers had to do what inside of the sport? I think I might need a hint. Ooh, would you like to give him the hint, Michael? That help you at all? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. If not, that's a good clip for another show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, I really know. I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know. Okay, well they yeah. were uh, they were catching snakes. Oh, uh, they were catching okay. snakes actually. Okay. Um, five uh, marshals chased after a serpent after it slithered through the Rio Golf Course. Okay. Um, they followed the critter through the rough before scooping it up with a pole and depose uh, this. Wow, uh, <laughs> that word. Thank you. <laughs> in a bag. English is my third language apparently today. <laughs> um, yeah, people were the commentators are having a blast of it. They're like, oh, it's the event within the event. Like because you see the camera following them, just like trying to get it. It's like get it. So. Can golf commentators have a blast with anything? I no, I was, I was just going to say that's probably a gift to them. They're like, oh my gosh, something exciting is happening. Well, they're like, here we are on the third green, and they're chasing a snake right now. Oh, they nearly got him. Wow, <laughs> that is a historic moment for them. It's like, okay, calm down, guys. <laughs> anyway, Michael, question for you: uh, Your favorite team, uh, the Green Bay Packers, received terrific news this week after they found out that what is taking place. That's kind of vague. A little vague. Um, but what was the only massive thing that happened in the Green Bay Packer fandom this last week? I feel like I should be ashamed for knowing this. Jordy Nelson came off PUP. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Nelson, as many people know, went down with a non-contact injury last season. Now he's back and hoping to make his debut week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. However, my biggest question, though, for all of you is what, if how big of a risk Jordy Nelson is in fantasy football this season, and just as a whole to, to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, is he still the number one wide receiver, even though he's probably not going to be at 100%? I mean, I drafted him last year in my fantasy league purposely, like in the 16th round, and I kept him on my roster all year so I could keep him this year. Oh, you're in a keeper league? Yeah. Oh, so this so guy thinking ahead. I got a lot of eggs in that basket right now. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's a totally safe move to do. Just think, and I said this before the show started, we had a little gripe about uh, ACL <laughs> injuries. Um, and I look at Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. the year after he had his ACL injury. And mm-hmm. he was, what, seven, nine yards away from breaking the season record for most rushing yards. And Jordy Nelson has always been a great receiver for the Packers. I and I think that he's just he makes the offense better. And just look at how awful, well, it wasn't awful, but how... Okay, just an awful on how bad the season <laughs> You can be honest if him. you want to. Be no, like, no it, it was just it, garbage. It wasn't bad. It could have been worse. They could have yeah, been yeah. the Lions. And well, a lot of people came under criticism. Jeez. <laughs> 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 another one gets to that one there. <laughs> oh, boy. And it, but no, I think the thing that surrounded that the most, though, was Randall Cobb and his pedestrian play, though, because everyone's like, this is the chance Randall Cobb can finally emerge as an elite receiver, and then he just kind of fell down. Well, but if you don't have Jordy Nelson opening up the offense and spreading the field, I, that, you know, uh, Randall Cobb's used to being double covered mm-hmm. and being the number one guy. 
Well, and that's not Randall Cobb's play. Randall Cobb is a slot, slot receiver, True. and he can make quick cuts on the inside, do 10, 15-yard catches, and that's what he's really good at. He is not a outside no, I, receiver I, I, that I, burns I, people down the field. It makes sense to me, but sometimes when you're you know, a Don Capers supporter, it's like, what the heck's wrong with the Packers? No, I don't know. Everybody just fire Capers already, right? Yeah, just right. Get the hashtag back Why? again. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Coming up after the break, we'll see if our second contestant can swim his way to victory. Stay tuned right here on What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. What's the score would like to take this time to thank one of our partners, Vavil USA, the international online sports newspaper for their support. Head over to vavil.com slash en us today as they provide professional reporting on all major sports in the USA. Follow them on Twitter at vavil underscore USA and go like their Facebook page for prime access to the ultimate source for sports coverage on the web. We here at What's the Score are proud to partner with a terrific organization like Vavil USA. Hey guys, this is Baxter, the host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. Want to take a minute to remind all of you to go and check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at What's the Score, the sports news quiz, on Twitter at WTS Sports Quiz, and on Instagram at WTS Sports Quiz as well. And if you enjoy the whole hashtag game, like some of us hashtags like to do, hashtag goals, hashtag believer, hashtag, I don't know, I'm running out of hashtags. Anyway, use the hashtag What's the Score on Twitter and Instagram and check out some of the other exclusive content that we do as well. Connecting all of us one smartphone at a time. And welcome back to the BLC Studios in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your fill-in game master, Michael Biermeister. We have a fantastic panel here today, and they'll, opportun- they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that, though, here's the host of What's the Score? The wonderful, the awesome, the excellent Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. Yes, if you haven't heard, Michael Biermeister is our substitute game master this week. He's filling in for Game Master Shibe. If you'd like to, though, and call and play a game when Game Master Shibe is back on the show, you can go and visit our website, W. WTSSportsQuiz.com and sign up to play our exciting games there. Playing our next game is Seth Colburn. Seth, welcome to the show. Great to be here, guys. All right, Seth, if you, uh, I'm assuming you obviously know, but if everybody else listening hasn't figured it out by now, you are related to me. You are my little brother, the one that I said a couple of weeks ago that I would trade away, and I know you had a couple of words for me on that one. Do you, do you forgive me for saying I would trade you away yet? Yes, I would. Okay, thank you. I appreciate Aww. that. Aww. Do we need to clap for that? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, perfect. All right, Seth, you're going to be playing a game about Michael Phelps. Uh, for those that know, Michael Phelps is definitely considered the greatest athlete to ever compete at the Olympics. Uh, he's a swimmer. He won 23 gold medals. He won 28 total overall medals. And uh, his legacy is one that will be told for generations, for sure. In this game that we are calling Swimming to History, we will ask you five questions about the great Michael Phelps. Correctly answer at least three questions right, and you will win a What's the Score prize. Remember, if you get stuck, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint. Seth, are you ready to play? As ready as I'll ever be. That's what I like to hear. 
Michael Phelps, which of the following named after him? A, a, a brand of swimsuit, B, a burger, or C, a street? C? C, a street? That is correct. Yes. Nicely done. My apologies for the question on the writing there as well about that one. All right, here's your next one, Seth. Um, along with being incredibly tall, Michael Phelps is known for having what size foot? Is it A, 14, B, 17, or C, 10? B? B, 17? Yes. No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. He has a size 14 foot. I have a size 13, and I can already get. A, I can barely walk with my 13 feet, so I can't even imagine having a size bigger. All right, here is your next one, Seth. Phelps still holds national records for how many different age group events? A, 3. B, 12, or C, 21? Mm, B, 12? Yes, that is correct. Nicely done. He's one away from winning a What's the Score prize. All right, here's the next one. Uh, At the age of 27, an age you'll get to at one point, Seth. You're still a little guy. Phelps acquired what honor? Was it A, becoming worth more money than the country of Brazil? B, becoming the first person over six feet tall to win 20 medals? Or C, the most decorated athlete in Olympic history. Mm. Oh, jeez. I know. You want to hear him again? Okay. Time, so A is being worth more the being worth more money than the entire country of Brazil. B, yeah, that is a lot. Uh, B, the first person to over six feet tall, which is how tall I am, to win at least twenty medals. Or C, he became the most decorated athlete in Olympic history. Can I ask for a hint? Absolutely. Would you like to ask Michael, Grant, or Jimmy for a hint? Um, Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. All right, Jimmy. What can you do to help Seth out? I will say it does have to do with the events that have been going on for the past three weeks, and it doesn't have to do with a specific amount or height of him. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we kind of gave you almost a hint and a half there, two hints, depending on how you look at that. Do you want to hear your options one more time? One more time. Okay. So your options are A, being worth more money than the entire country of Brazil, B, becoming the first person over six feet tall to win more than 20 medals, or C, he became the most decorated athlete in Olympic history. I'd have to go with C. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Nicely done. All right. Here is your final question, Seth. Michael enjoys relaxing in his free time at the beach. However, what is one of the things he will not do when he's spending time out in the sun? Does he get options? A. (laughs) (laughs) Play volleyball. You don't know? Come on. There we go. B. Go swimming. Or C. Tan naked. Why don't you read the options one more time? A. Play volleyball. B. Go swimming. Or C. Tan in the nude. Something that he does not do when he goes to the beach. Oh, jeez. Um, I'd have to say swimming? Yes, that is correct. Look at that. He doesn't go swimming because he says he already spends enough time in the water as it is. That's what I figured. There you go. Nicely done. Game Master Michael, how did Seth do on our quiz? Seth got four out of five correct. He is a winner. Congratulations, Seth. Thank you so much for playing. All right, panel, let's go back to you here now that Seth... A 12-year-old was able to get something right. Let's see if the three of yous over here can do a little bit better. Uh, Jimmy, we'll start with you after that fantastic hint that you gave. Fans of the Olympics 
had a little extra fun watching the gold medal tennis match this last week by doing what to the court? Oh, man. Say it one more time, please. Okay. Fans of the Olympics had a little extra fun watching the gold medal tennis match this week by doing what to the court? Storming the court. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. Um, They redid it as a green screen. So they, the people of Rio basically, or the Rio Olympics basically just kind of gave this to them. Uh, Some of the things that took place, but are not limited to, there was a rolling Star Wars, like opening credits that took place as the tennis match kind of rolls up into it. Um, There is, they were playing in a fish tank. Uh, There was lava dripping on the sides and the list kind of just goes on and on. But uh, Rio, honestly, you kind of did this to yourself on that one. It's so good though. (laughs) If you ever like see some of the clips Mm -hmm. of it, it's it's because they like, because they, there's like a 10 second clip of the guys playing, but like. Literally, the entire outside of the court is also as green as the court as well, too. So it's it's kind of funny too. It's mm. it, was, it just kind of goes. It's par for the for the course. I feel like for real, though. In all honesty, very uplifting. Yes, yeah, keep, yeah, keep the spirits high. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing lava. I'm like whoa. Anyways, staying on. This one is for Michael. Uh, the topic of Rio Olympics. The world was made aware that Mario Andrada has the hardest job at the Olympics. What is that job? I'm gonna need a hint for that one. You need a heart. You need a hint for that one. Do you want to give a hint, or do you want me to give a hint? I think we um, we're, we're talking now. We do a lot of a lot of acting, not Usually. acting, not necessarily acting. Yeah, a little bit of acting is incorporated, but we like to talk and we like to and we try to make things seem as good as possible, regardless of how bad other things might be. Absolutely, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You had to interview people. No, not exactly. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, no, it's yeah. Uh, he was the he was the community. He's the communications director. Okay. So when the pools turned green, Mario had to deal with it. When body parts washed up on the beach, Mario also dealt with it. Um, if there's anybody, one person after the Olympics that needs a vacation, <laughs> it's this guy because he's had to deal with an absolute laundry list of things that have gone wrong. I read an article about this guy because I kind of felt bad for him, and <laughs> they they said they have a saying in Brazil: when you have a hard job to mm. do. You, they say you kill a lion. Well, he's he quoted. Uh, he said, not he quoted himself. Wow. <laughs> okay. He said that I once said. <laughs> he said that in this job he has to kill two lions a day. It's so, one of the. It's it's amazing with everything that's been happening, especially now with Ryan Lochte going out as well too. It's like the guy can't catch a break. If anybody, I feel like he maybe have been one of those people before the Olympics that was trying to put out the Olympic flame because he's like, no, I don't want to do with it, but. He had to deal with it, obviously. But either way, his job's done. He can relax now, finally. Uh, Grant, last question here goes to you. Uh, former NFL safety Darren Schaffer, uh <laughs> sorry, uh, received some bad news this week after what took place? After he was convicted of bad things, and he's going to jail for 18 years. Yes, thank you. That's a child-friendly <laughs> version, yes. Uh, he is sentenced to prison for 18 years. Uh, he will be in federal prison um, as they continue to figure out everything. As he, as you mentioned, did not very nice things in a couple different states while he was working as a television analyst as well, too. And just to make it clear to people, because I know some people were kind of outraged that it was only 18 years for some of the things that he did. Yes. Uh, it was, I believe, like only 14 months short of the maximum, or it, it's very close to the maximum. It's always crazy how that, that kind of gets. Get. And isn't that only for. A lot of his crimes in just one particular state. There's other yeah. states they, where he's he still being tried. He was at four tried, different correct? states. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I think they can add on. Yeah, they, I think there still might be more. I feel to like come. that's like where you know the federal government or whatever judiciary. <laughs> 
infrastructure to get into that. I mean, if you're doing this in multiple states, I mean, like if you're in a you know car chase in multiple states, then you know, isn't it federal jurisdiction or something? I think so. Yeah, as soon as you involve more than one state or region, Mm -hmm. and uh, I would argue this is you know maybe a little bit worse than that. So yeah, depends (laughs) on how you look at it. I guess depends on if you had your coffee Uh, before you answer that email. I guess. Well, it's time for another break, but don't worry. We'll be right back, and our panelists will have another chance to answer some questions about this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. If you enjoy listening to What's the Score, why not go and donate to our Patreon account today? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search for What's the Score and donate today. You can get awesome t-shirts, before the show shout-outs, and so much more. Tell your friends about us. Hey, if you donate, we'd be happy to give you a shout-out and even have you come on the show and play a game or two with us as well. James Corsmo of TitletownSoundOff.com here with the man they call Bobo. Howdy. And we want to tell you a bit about our podcast, Titletown Sound. We're fans of the Green Bay Packers, as I'm sure many of you are, and we know there are plenty of opinions out there. But we think we give you some unique takes that vary between the level-headed and sensible, all the way to the entertainingly absurd. That's our specialty, the entertainingly absurd. Sure is. We've got other hosts to talk sensible-like. So the website is Titletown Sound Off, and the podcast is Titletown Sound? That's right. So the podcast just leaves off the off? Yes. So fans of the Packers should go in to TitletownSoundOff.com to get into the podcast. Exactly. That's a lot of prepositions. Sure is, James. It sure is. Now back to two of my favorite prepositions on the interwebs, Baxter and Josh. Those are nouns. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. We're broadcasting out here from the BLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your fill-in game master, Michael Biermeister. We're playing with a great panel this week, and here once again is your host... Baxter Colbert. Oh, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Appreciate it. It's a reminder for all of you that you can go and check out the show on demand anytime you want to by going to Spreaker.com, go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, write us a review, Stitcher, and the Sports Podcasting Network as well. A whole bunch of ways to hear us. So Absolutely. To you make should. your ears very happy. <laughs> well, it's time for our last slate of questions for our panelists this week, but first let's run over the scores. Please do. Grant has two points, Michael with one and Jimmy with one, so mm. pretty dead heat right now. Yes, exactly. And we had something happen last segment, too, for Jimmy, correct? Yeah, Jimmy helped out our other contestant, Seth, so he gets a point. Nicely done, Jimmy. He's Thank on you. the board. He's on the board. I was a little worried about you, Jimmy. I'm like, you're a little... Yeah. It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's been a so while. to get back in. Yeah. We'll wait, get back into it. Grant's in the lead. I believe so. Wow. Just, just wait wow. till day five. That, wow. Then that's no longer a thing. <laughs> just, I had had point, just had to point it out. I had to double check as well, too. I was like, well, as long as as long as long Michael's not in the lead, that's fine. Anybody else can be in the lead. It's basically. questionable <laughs> intelligence. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's becoming doubtful. Yes. <laughs> More probable than anything. Anyway, moving on, Michael. Well, Michael, let's see if you can even up the score. A whole lot of mics in that sense. Michael and Michael. I love it. 
The NBA has officially moved the 2017 All-Star Game from Charlotte to what city? Nolens. Yeah, Nolens. Commissioner Adam Silver did not exactly mention the LGBT tolerance in Friday's statement about it, but they are officially pulling it out of Charlotte and putting it in New Orleans for the city's issues with the anti-LGBT laws. Does anybody have a comment about this? Do they think it's a good idea, a bad idea? Does everybody just need to take a chill pill? I think it's really interesting. I mean, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think just looking at the, you know, just I should say how everything is going right now in our Indeed, world. Indeed, yes, it's probably you know whether you believe in it or not, it's definitely the right thing to do and mm-hmm. the right move by the by the NBA. I agree. So. With you. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what I was going to say is that with the way that things are you know shifting right now, and um, you know, I I understand the decision. Um, and it's probably you know it's what's best for the league to do, and you know if. North Carolina ever changes the law, then they mm-hmm. might have another chance down the road. It, it's unfortunate they're going to lose out on all the money that would have come in that weekend, but... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that we've heard even, like, bands and artists, too, canceling concerts. I think Jimmy Buffett canceled a concert, and uh, Bruce Springsteen and a couple other people mm-hmm. have been like, no, I'm not going to do it because of all the, the chaos with it. I have no comment. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> yeah, Baxter just looked at me. I was like, well, I hey, thought you did the whole that... like thing. Like, hey, I got no, something to I, say. I, but... I was itching my nose. I really, oh, I, sure. I, oh, no. no, I honestly don't know what to think about it because I agree with. A, I, I can see where Caroline is coming from. They want to take a stand and they want to be hard about issues. They don't want to like make a law and then people are mad about it yeah. and they back away. But then I also understand where the NBA is coming from. So I. I really don't know yeah. what to say about Fair it. Fair enough. Well, we'll move on before we get too crazy in this. All right, Grant, we'll stay with you, though, for a question. Uh, people that love watching Usain Bolt got a funny treat this last week mid-race when he decided to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I watched every Usain Bolt race, and I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, this is awkward. Is, <sighs> is it... <laughs> Is that when? He, is it when he looked over and he was smiling? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. If people haven't found out, um, he smiled for a camera as he was mid race. He was well aware. He was ahead of the pack, and he just did a little quick smile. Funny. Oh, uh, wasn't he also smiling at the Canadian yes. runner that was right next to him I because so. they were both running away from everybody, and then he kind of wagged his finger, yeah. well, kind of like to Kemi Matumbo a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it was pretty <laughs> close enough. It was pretty funny. I saw someone say like, "Oh, we finally have the opposite of our crying Jordan face." Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> I like it. Well, yeah, because it was a preliminary race mm-hmm. or the semifinals, I think, and Usain Bolt was in front of any everybody but the Canadian runner. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. He, uh, they're there's good a Canadian friends. Runner? Yeah, this Canadian runner. Oh. He's pretty fast. Huh. And, wow! <laughs> and, and he was catching up with him, and he was trying to beat him, but Usain saw him in time and then kind of sped up and won. But it was like a funny thing, because for half of the race, they were like looking at each other and laughing. Like, hey, man, this is fun. Okay, peace. Well, <laughs> well, everybody else is going try hard, and they're just up there laughing, having a good time. <laughs> I love it. Too funny. All right, Jimmy, this one's for you. Okay. Joey Voto of the Cincinnati Reds decided to be fr- a friend and send 51 what to Ichiro Suzuki this week? <laughs> Well, 51, that, isn't that Ichiro's number? That is. Okay. Well, that's not the answer anyway. But um, <laughs> Sent him his own jersey. Wow. No. I thought I heard, wasn't it pizzas? Yeah, yes okay. it was. Cool. So apparently there's this awkward bromance going on, but um, Joey Voto, uh, there's a, a tweet that came out from Presley Meyer. He tweeted out, he said, Joey Voto's pizza people called my store in Louisville, Kentucky, and they ordered 51 cheese pizzas to the Great American Ballpark, $640 plus a $200 Uber. 
The pizzas were delivered exactly <laughs> to Ichiro's locker. Fantastic. <laughs> it's Joey Votto. I just want to point out it's not Joey Votto. Votto, Votto. <laughs> I just want to set the record straight, but we can go back to the pizzas. I was just like, it's not. It's not Votto. It's Votto. You can tell that we are not Cincinnati Reds diehard. Say, <laughs> so, when did you yeah. care about the Cincinnati Reds? They're in the same division as the Brewers and the Cardinals. So? People like the Brewers? I don't know. Anyway. Baseball? <laughs> or the Cardinals? Who cares about baseball? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost September, Grant. It's time for football. Let's go. The Prem is on. I don't I'm know what you want from me. It's, it's an even year, so the Giants are going to win the World Series anyway. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It's just might as well. And the Blackhawks will take the, the cup again. Don't talk about that. Anyway. Do you <laughs> well, folks, it's time for me to break up the fun once again. I'm sorry, guys. Boo. I'm sorry. But, but when we come back, our final contestant will play another one of our New games don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? D Sports News Quiz. everyone, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. And I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. If you think you are smart enough, or smarter than a fifth grader, and want to play our games on air, you can either come by the studio or you can call us, but there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at wtssportsquiz at gmail.com. Or for you social media savants, head over to Facebook, What's the Score, the sports news quiz, or Twitter, WTS Sports Quiz. Now back to the action with myself and Josh Scheibe. Welcome back, everyone. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Michael Beermeister, your Game Master. Our Name 5 panel showdown, which everyone loves, is coming up. But first, here to get the, here to get the game going is your host at the BLC Studios here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's the lovely Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. Just a reminder, we want to go and invite you to check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. Go and check out our panelist leaderboard, our upcoming schedule, past shows, photos, social media things, and so many more excitement. We want you to go and check that out right now. Except right now. We want you to listen to the show, obviously. <laughs> but in a couple minutes when we're done with the show, then you can do that. Well, it's time to welcome our next contestant. Playing our final game is Tony Larson. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. Good to be here. How you doing over there, Tony? Hey, Tony. Ah, good to see you there. Anyway, all right, enough of that. All right, Tony. Um, there are there's several gentlemen that celebrate their birthdays on this very day, among many other people in the world. Uh, Bo Burham, Brody Jenner, and Usain Bolt. As an ode to them, we decided to make a game called Bo, Bro, or Bolt in their honor. We will give you six questions in which you must answer at least four correct. Do that, and you will win a What's the Score prize. If you get stuck on a question, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint. Are you ready to play, Tony? I am. This person is the oldest, turning 33 years old today. Is it A, Bo Burnham, B, Brody Jenner, or C, Usain Bolt? I will say C. C, Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt. That is No. No, it is not. I'm sorry. All right, here's your next one. Still plenty of time, though. Um, This man has a middle name of St. Leo. Bo Burnham, Brody Jenner, or Usain Bolt? St. Leo. 
I'm going to ask Jimmy for a hint. Jimmy for a hint. Jimmy from the block. That's Jenny from the block. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That was worth a try. Uh, (laughs) I would say my hint would be thunder and lightning. Mm. 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 Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Usain Bolton. Yeah, there you go. Nicely done. Uh, Bo Burnham is Robert Pickering Burnham. Brody is Sam Brody Jenner. And Usain Mm. St. Leo Bolt. Incredible. All right, here's your next one. Which said the following to themselves when they were young? Man, I wonder what famous people eat for breakfast. They must have some special kind of cereal. <laughs> Is it A, Bo Burnham, B, Brody Jenner, or C, Usain Bolt? I have no idea. But just to, just to change it up, uh, I'll, go, I'll go with B. Brody Jenner? That is incorrect. Ah. It is Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Crazy guy. All right. Which of these three gentlemen, as we've mentioned, Bo, Brody, or Bolt, is not six feet tall? Is it B, Bo Burnham? Or 6'5". I'm sorry. It's not 6'5". Bo, Brody, or Bolt? Hmm. I'll say A, Bo Burnham. No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. Bo and Usain are both 6'5". I was a little surprised as well that Usain is 6'5". He looks so much smaller on TV. I don't know. Uh, And Brody Jenner is only 6 feet tall. Uh, Surprise, surprise. (coughs) Who wanted to go to school to study theater but dropped out to do what as they do now professionally? A, Bo Burnham, B, Brody Jenner, or C, Usain Bolt? (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Bo Burnham's a comedian. It seems like he would be the closest, closest to uh, you know being a, being an actor. That is still true. on the stage. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, so I'll go with A. Yes, that is correct. Bo Burnham. Well done. That'd be a fun name to announce. Bo Burnham. Anyway, <laughs> what a goal! Shot from distance. Anyway, <laughs> for three, Bo Burnham. All right, here's your final one. Um, which of these three gentlemen, Bo, Brody, or Bolt, said that if he wasn't in his current profession, yet he would love to play soccer for Manchester United? That's easy, since I'm a Liverpool fan and I despise United, and I know Usain Bolt is a United. huge United fan. United. It's Usain Bolt. Yes, that is correct. Game Master Michael, how did Tony do on our game? Tony got three out of six, so he is not a winner. Ah, all right. Well, Tony, thank you so much for playing. However, Jimmy is a winner for dishing out an assist to Tony, so he gets a point. Nicely done, Jimmy. Thank you so much. I'm sure uh, that'll certainly help him as we head into name five here in a moment, right? It is a dead heat right now. Grant and Jimmy tied with three and Michael with two. All right. That is very exciting. I can't wait to see how name five goes. Yep. Well, the moment you've all been waiting for is almost here, so stick around. Listen to our panelists duke it out on the name five panel showdown coming up right after the break. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hello all, I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. 
Hi, everyone. I'm your Game Master, Josh Scheibe. And I'm your host, Baxter Colburn. Hey, if you think the show is worth at least a dollar, why don't you go to our Patreon account? We'd be very grateful if you donate to the show. That's how people like Josh and I stay employed, or pretend to be employed. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to What's the Score, the sports news quiz. And now, back to more sports trivia action. I hope my check's in the mail. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your fill-in game master, Michael Biermeister. Our panelists have been warming up. They've been jogging it out. And now it's time for their final showdown. The cat is running its laps, apparently. While they get ready, here's your host at the BLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the always awesome Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. We are so excited for our Name 5 panelist showdown. It's been a fantastic show this week. We've talked about the Olympics. We've talked about Darren Schapper. We've talked about so many different things. And now... It's time for my favorite part of the show, Game Master Michael. What time is it? It is time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown. Yes, indeed. This is where the pressure really sets in, Baxter. Ooh, I love it. But our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Game Master Michael, can you please give us the scores? It's a dead heat for first place right now. Grant and Jimmy are tied with three, followed by Michael with two. Ooh, all right. So, Michael, you will be leading us off. Then we'll go Grant, then Jimmy here for round number one. We'll be naming five Division One college football teams. All right, naming five Division One college football teams. Ten seconds. Go. Michigan Wolverines, Michigan State Spartans, Indiana Hoosiers, uh, Wisconsin Badgers, Minnesota Golden Gophers. There you go. He got five. Nicely done. We clap for our fivers here on the show. All right, Grant, you still have an entire nation left, basically, aside from the Midwest. Ten seconds and begin. Duke, Alabama, Ole Miss, LSU, NDSU. There you go. NDSU, yeah. North Dakota State, yeah, I guess they are, yeah. yeah technically. Yeah, technically. FCS. They're two A, yeah, FCS. All right, all right. Yeah, you could have picked anybody and you picked North Dakota? Well, we were talking about the quarterback that got drafted <laughs> from there earlier. Is he still so. relevant? Carson Wentz. It's oh. just. He didn't even play a season yet. <laughs> <laughs> he got drafted this year. Like I said, I don't know, you were relevant? saying Melvin Gordon was irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, one exactly. Season, so he's, he's already washed well, up. He he was irrelevant when he <laughs> went to Wisconsin and was a running back. Yeah. Once you do that, your pro career is over. That's true. <laughs> it's irrelevant. Just, it's irrelevant. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, 10 seconds and begin. Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, UCLA. There you go. Five. Look at that. Easy. Easy. All right, Grant, starting with you, we're going to be naming five current NFC South players. So Saints, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, <sighs> NFC South. Ten seconds and begin. Cam Newton, Calvin Benjamin. I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is where the men separate from the boys, apparently. All right, Jimmy, ten seconds and begin. Drew Brees, Mark Ingram, Jameis Winston, Vincent Jackson, and... Uh, oh, all right, he got four. All right, Michael, still a fair amount of players to choose from. 
10 seconds and begin. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Doug Martin, Charles Sims, Mike Evans. There you go. He got Quality. five. Nobody touched Matty Ice. I was a little surprised by that until, I, I, until you got to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going like with the, with the crabs. I'm like, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. <laughs> That's who I was trying to think the of. The crab legger. <laughs> my favorite, not favorite player. All right, Jimmy, 10 seconds. You'll be leading us off for round three. Okay. Naming five current Major League Baseball players. Okay. Current Major League current Baseball Major players. Current Major League Baseball players. Okay. 10 seconds and begin. Ryan Braun, Jonathan Lucroy, Jeremy Jeffries, Matt Garza, and Domingo Santana. There you go. You got five. All right, Mr. Sear, 10 seconds for you. Are you ready? No. Good. And begin. Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez, J.D. Martinez, Justin Verlander, K-Rod. There Francisco you go. Rodriguez. Well done. Well done. <laughs> boom, bam, boom. All right, Grant, you pretty much have all of St. Louis to go through now here, so 10 seconds. That's what I should have done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. you got to play against each other. And begin. You got Piscotti, Carpenter, uh, Molina, uh, A-Rod, and... When you say A-Rod, what do you mean by that? Oh, Alex Rodriguez. He's retired. He's retired. No, he's not retired. He doesn't play for the Yankees anymore. He doesn't he's play for retired. any team anymore. Yeah, but, but he's he still retired, though. He's not retired. What? He's not retired. Can we get someone to check he that? Can, he, can pick up, he can be picked up by a <laughs> He retired, I thought. Yeah, give him the point. He needs the, it anyway. Fine. <laughs> and, I, and I still <laughs> have one more to say before you cut me off. That's a, that's a, well. I had to I had to question the A Rod though because like I well, said, well you let me finish. Do I you want a half a second on the clock so you can name your last person? Michael Waka. Okay. Waka Waka Waka. Fine. Yeah, that, every time. Game Master Michael, it's up to you if you want to accept that point though. Or not. He's he's not officially retired. He he just got he got released by the Yankees, but he's still a player. Okay, keep talking because we're gonna look it up while we're talking. <laughs> I honestly I thought it was all over that he had retired, that he was done. No, there was I forget what team it was, but they were thinking about picking him up. He said that he was I mean, not the Brewers should sign him at this. He point. was not going <laughs> to. Well, him. I think the Marlins like because Giancarlo got hurt. That was a possibility. My goodness, he is a current baseball designated here. He's currently a free agent. Okay, so yeah, he's all right. Not, all right. Wikipedia okay. doesn't lie apparently. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so do you, there we go. All right, yeah. I'll give him the point. Woo! It was the hardest point ever fought for here on Wednesday. I, I knew it was going to be debated, but I'm like, I might as well say it. Go for it. Okay, Game Master Michael, as we go into the final round, can you give us the scores, please? Oh, we have a dead heat, Baxter. Grant has 14 points, but we've got a tie for first between Michael and Jimmy at 17 oh, points. All right. Well, the way our final round works is you are given 10 seconds to name as many of our topic, okay? So we've changed the rules a little bit, so don't stop at five unless that's all you know is five. All right, Grant, you'll obviously be going first. You're going to be naming five non-animal mascots in professional sports. Non-animal mascots. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, Packers, the Browns, the Chiefs, the Chargers, um... You got four out of all professional sports. <laughs> That's harder than you'd think. Maybe. I'm, any animal, like any team I thought of, it was just mm, animal. Interesting. Okay. Well, that puts you at 18 points. All right, uh, Michael, you will be going next. Ten seconds and begin. Jets, Giants, Buccaneers, Saints, uh, Texans, Cowboys, Thunder, Pistons, Red Wings, all right, I counted nine on that one, Game Master Michael. Does that match with what that you That is had? correct. Okay, nine. he got nine. So, what does Jimmy need to tie or win? He 
He's going to need about 10 points to get the victory. Jeez, and I can't duplicate, huh? You cannot yeah, duplicate. Right? But it's in all professional sports in the, U- uh, the U.S. of A. 10 seconds. Right. And begin. Warriors, Lakers, Brewers, Rangers, Astros, Buccaneers. Said. Uh, yeah. Ah, he got five. All right. What are the final scores this week, Game Master Michael? Our final scores, Grant gets 18 points, Michael with, oh, excuse me, mm-hmm. Jimmy with 22, and Michael with 26 hey. points. Congratulations, Mr. Sear. I didn't even need those extra Lions points. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's a Lions fan? Can we deduct, can we deduct seven at least, please? <laughs> oh, my I deduct 16, yes. 0 and 16. Give him zero like plus points and minus 16 for that one season. Anyway, ah. Uh, Wow. Okay. Wow. That's that's fantastic. Congratulations, Michael. Uh, you, I think, you've one of the most winningest uh, pl- personnel here on the panel. I yeah, believe. I think that's third that win third or fourth. I feel like third, I don't but I have like is. two second place finishes. I'm not Grant, so second place <laughs> or Mitch Romhoff, something like that, or the Lions, or the Lions. Uh, I think you've now won more than the Lions have. Um, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How does that make you feel as a Lions fan? Uh, you know, someone from Detroit's got to be good at something. That's true. It's been a while since the Red Wings or the Tigers have done anything. No, so. Red Wings, like, it's 10 years, yeah. Yeah, it's about that time, I well, guess. Well, the Red Wings have had, what, 26 straight seasons 24, 25. Something like That's that. That's still successful. If I you mean. like that sort of thing. You're not winning the championship. <laughs> you're not taking the cup home. They've won, like, four in that time span. Oh, well. Well, I, if you're a Lions fan or a Detroit Pistons fan, you'll take it. I suppose. The Pistons won a trophy in 04. That's Ben Wallace and everybody else. Swept the Lakers. Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton. Yeah, the, the the Chauncey. Yeah, I was just going to say. say Chauncey. I like it. Well, Grant, thank you for filling in this week, too. As a panelist, uh, third place this week. I'm Always. A little third surprised. or second. I, I've yet to win. You do have yet I've to yet win. To it win. Was, that, uh, was that second round, I believe, that kind of stumped uh, you there. You were, you I was were s- Jamius Winston, man. Mm. Exactly. It's no, what, but uh, for the last one, I should have stuck with uh, NHL teams because I feel like there's I thought a that's lot what you that were going to do. I'm like, I the Winnipeg Jets, the St. Louis Blues. The Minnesota Wild, which I don't think technically... Not technically not an animal. Even though their logo is like in the shape of an animal. But it's, but not, it's not an, an animal. animal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well. By the way, we appreciate you being here and filling in for Nick. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. And Jimmy, it's been 26 shows, 27 shows, I think, since you've been here. Yeah. Things have changed a little bit yeah. since you've been gone, but we're thrilled to have Super you back. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, that's who you are, Kelly. I don't know. Okay, I've, Either way, though, but it's been great to have you back. Thank and you. We appreciate you being here. Did you enjoy your, your experience? I will, I will definitely be coming back soon because I don't like losing. So <laughs> I'll have to do it again soon. That's so. very true. I've yeah. seen Jimmy coach before. I know that's for a fact. <laughs> he does not like to lose. Well, that is very exciting, Jimmy. So thank you again for Absolutely. being here. All right, name five. Uh, obviously, as we know, Michael, congratulations on winning this week as well, too. So congratulations to you for that one. So we're excited for that. Uh, What's the Score has been a production of the Sports Podcasting Network. A very special thanks to our contestants and studio audience here at the BLC Studios. Woo. Our panelists this week have been Michael Sear, Grant Coppersmith, and Jimmy Berg. Our social media producer is Tony Larson. Our social media staff is comprised of Emily Reister, Brittany Peterson, and Christian Gill. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producers were David Bobke and Caleb Pearson. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. 
Well, I've had a blast, and I've been your game master, Michael Biermeister. And I have been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Michael, for all you did here on the show this week. And thank you again for listening, and we will see you next time on What's the Score?